بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين أما بعد We began the discussion on the benefits of halal earnings That if a person earns halal The benefits will be to the barakat of his halal income Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will inspire him to obey Allah tabarak wa ta'ala The obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Rasulullah <coughs> sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said Whoever eats tayyib Whoever eats tayyib that is pure and halal Follows the sunnah and people are safe from his evil Will enter into jannah Whoever eats halal and tayyib Follows the sunnah and people are safe from his evil Will enter into jannah Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said Any person who earns wealth from halal sources Then he feeds and clothes himself as well as his subordinates, then this will be a means of purification for him on the day of Qiyamah. Any person who earns wealth from halal sources, then he feeds and clothes himself, as well as subordinates, then this will be a means of purification for him on the day of Qiyamah. Allah explained that the zamana has become such nowadays, that to earn halal has become a jihad of the time. To earn halal has become the jihad of the time. To educate our children in regards to what is correct, that also become the jihad. Because we know the market, market out there has become very, very difficult. And for a person not to get into haram, a person has to exert himself, his mind, and his body, his soul, his resources to ensure that everything that comes into his account, into his belly, into his home is halal. Hasn't become so easy right now. This is a jihad. The design Nabi Ali mentioned that person who will make an effort to earn halal and is upright, is honest, is trustworthy, because this has become a jihad, has become an effort, and he exerts himself, then the promise of Rasulullah that on the day of Qiyamah Allah will raise him amongst the martyrs. Allah will give him the rank of a martyr. The martyr has given his life in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This person, because he's taken out the time and he's exerted his mind, so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will raise him on the day of Qiyamah with the Nabiyyin, with the Anbiya alayhim salatu salam, and with the martyrs. Sa'ad bin Nabi Waqas radiallahu ta'ala anhu requested, Ya Rasulullah, make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make me a person whose duas are accepted which we call Mustajabu Da'wat. That, Ya Rasulullah, supplicate to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make me a person whose du'as are accepted. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, O Sa'ad, ensure your food, your food is pure. You will become one whose du'as are accepted. Subhanallah. Nabi Ali sallallahu alayhi wa sallam did not say that wake up at the hajjud every night. Or make hajj every year. Riwayat says also a person Spends a lot of wealth in the path of Allah and he goes for hajj. Now what an effort also. He goes for hajj, exerts himself, he goes to the plains of Arafat, the day where du'as are accepted, he raises his hands and he cries to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Nabi Ali salatu wasalam says that the person raises his hands and his hair disheveled, is in ihram, on the day of Arafah, making du'a to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala replies to him that how can your dua be accepted whereas your food is haram, 
your clothes are haram, everything around you is haram, his dua will never be accepted. Even on the day of Arafah. Because of one luqma, one haram luqma, one haram muscle coming into his belly. So a person should be so careful. And as you mentioned before also, that the system has become such to get involved in haram has become so easy. And to go into halal has become difficult. But a person exerts himself, makes dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, sustenance is in the hands of Allah. The riwayat says also, fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in regards to your income. Fear Allah. When it comes to your income and your occupation and how you earn your livelihood, fear Allah tabarak wa ta'ala, don't be hasty. Don't be hasty, it might be a little, but take it easy, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will put, will put baraka, baraka in there. And we mentioned some examples also before, that is so easy in the market right now to get involved in the haram. When a person invests with somebody also, has become very common, that when you invest with someone, there has to be one of few departments in Sharia that will apply accordingly. Should not be a person gives someone money, and commonly we hear that the investment didn't go right. One of the parties will say, I, I don't take the loss, the loss is yours. The loss is not mine. It wasn't my mistake. They are very common. Whereas if it's a partnership, it should be clarified, it should be clear. That is, is it a partnership? Or is it I'm investing with you? And yes, there is a loss in regards to the profit. Capital loss will be mine. Murabaha or musharaka. Whatever section of sharia it may be, it has to be clarified. That how I'm investing with you. In which avenues also. And the return cannot be a fixed amount. That too is a permissible. That every month I will give you so much. Has to be a percentage of the investment. And the profit and loss also has to be a percentage. Accordingly. So sometimes a person now just puts his money forward. Without clarifying anything whatsoever. I trusted him, I gave it to him. When the problem comes, now is a real problem. When it comes to selling a person's business also. person says, I'm selling the business to so and so. And this is the figure. And also money for the key that I'm giving him. What do you mean money for the key? I build up the business is a brand name. So I'm charging him now for the name of the business. But that is permissible also as ulama ikram. Subletting also, subleasing. Person takes his shop and he is paying rental from there. And then he finds a small, maybe a cell phone uh, shop uh, keeper or accessories. And he gives a little place now in his own shop. Shop doesn't belong to him. He's renting over there. Whether he can sublease or not. Oh, he's rented a house. Now he wants to lease out the garage to someone. Whether it's permissibility, as ulama ikram, is that permissible? Except now if there's few clauses put over there. The landlord gives him permission and he does, he does some extra work. They put an air corn or he paints the place, etc. There are ways how to do it. But there has to be permission first from the landlord. So all these little examples we find right now has become the norm right now. People are doing it. And whether we're doing it according to Sharia or not, now the home industry, the women folk also are doing business. Umar bin Khattab radiallahu anhu used to go to the marketplace. And he used to ask accordingly the shopkeeper, do you know the laws in regards to your business? If you do not know, you didn't learn it, close your shop now and go to the masjid. Learn all the rules and then you go. Open a business. Because one luqma of haram already, Hadith Sharif says, one luqma, one muscle of haram that comes into a person's body is deserving of the fire of Jahannam, that part of the body. 
So here Nabi Ali Salatu Salam says also Tuba, glad tidings or it see in Jannah. Glad tidings or it see in Jannah but the person whose earnings is pure. Person is get, getting the glad tidings of Jannah already in this world. But the person whose earnings is pure, his external is correct, his internal is noble, and he desists from causing harm to people. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, whoever seeks wealth in a halal manner, intending to abstain from begging, being kind to one's neighbors, and earning for one's family, he will appear on the day of Qiyamah with his face shining like the full moon. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, whoever seeks wealth in a halal manner, intending to abstain from begging, being kind to one's neighbors, and earning for one's family, he will appear on the day of Qiyamah with his face shining like the full moon. Abdullah bin Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhumah narrates that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, whoever possesses four qualities, then no harm can afflict him, even if he owns nothing of this world. Whoever possesses four qualities, then no harm can afflict him, even if he owns nothing of this world. Number one, trustworthiness. Person can trust him. Number two, truthfulness. Number three, noble character. Number four, purity in food. The four things again, trustworthiness, truthfulness, noble character, and purity in food. Allah Ta'ala gave us to pay to make a